0: It's good to be together on this Ash Wednesday, this first day of Lent. For those of you that don't know me, my name is Gladys Gardner, and I'm the children's director here at Waypoint Church. For those of you that do know me and are now anticipating a three to five minute children's message, let me reset those expectations. I'm gonna be talking for a little bit longer than that today. Well, in our Sunday morning children's ministry here at Waypoint, we use a three-year scope and sequence of Bible stories to lay a biblical foundation of truth for our kids. We begin each year in August with God's creation of the world, Adam and Eve, the fall in the garden. Uh, Followed by a mix of Old Testament uh, stories that rotate a bit from year to year, some years focusing on the patriarchs, other years focusing on the kings or the prophets. Then in December, of course, we uh, shift gears and move to the story of Jesus' birth, his baptism and wilderness temptation, and calling of the disciples. We've barely begun to scratch the surface of Jesus's miracles and teachings when suddenly it's Lent and we start to move quickly towards the cross. I really do love and look forward to this season of Lent, this 40 days of prayer, fasting and giving as we contemplate Jesus's great love and sacrifice for us. I'm always in need of this sacred reset (laughs) However, there is a small part of me that wants to stay on the road traveling with Jesus for a little bit longer, listening, watching, basking in his goodness. Much like the apostle Peter, I'm not quite ready for Jesus to go to the cross. Thankfully, as we'll see in today's scripture, Jesus fully understands his purpose and is determined to do his Father's will. Will you pray with me? Father God, open our minds to your wisdom. Through your spirit, we ask you to remove any concerns or distractions we may have brought with us today so that we can give our full attention to you. Father, I do ask that if my words should move away from your words in any way, at any point, may they be completely forgotten. May your will be done. Amen. I'd like to focus our time today by taking a look at two scripture passages. The first is from the Old Testament book of Isaiah, chapter 50, verses 4 to 7. This is from the third of four servant songs in which Isaiah describes the suffering of the coming Messiah. The sovereign Lord has given me a well-instructed tongue to know the word that sustains the weary. He wakens me morning by morning, wakens my ear to listen like one being instructed. The sovereign Lord has opened my ears I have not been rebellious. I have not turned away. I offered my back to those who beat me, my cheeks to those who pulled out my beard. I did not hide my face from mocking and spitting. Because the sovereign Lord helps me, I will not be disgraced. Therefore, I have set my face like flint, and I know I will not be put to shame. Turning now to the New Testament, the book of Luke, chapter 9, verse 51. As the time approached for him to be taken to heaven, Jesus resolutely set out for Jerusalem. The word of the Lord. Well, flint is a very hard sedimentary rock that breaks and chips into sharp-edged pieces. Stone Age people, a.k.a. Fred Flintstone, (laughs) uh, would use pieces of flint for arrowheads and knives, and we see this type of use mentioned in the Bible uh, many times. Flint is also used figuratively in the scriptures to express hardness, as in the firmness of horses' hooves, the toughness of an impossible task, and the perseverance of a steadfast determination. When you set your face like Flint, it implies that you're expecting some opposition and your resolve to stand strong in the face of adversity. To set your face like Flint means to regard the difficulties you encounter as worthwhile when you consider your end goal, the purpose for which you've set out. Because the Sovereign Lord helps me, I will not be disgraced, therefore, I have set my face like flint, and I know I will not be put to shame. Here, Isaiah's suffering servant expresses his complete confidence in God, declaring that he will not shrink back from his mission, despite severe suffering, opposition, and even humiliation. The servant shows unwavering determination to persevere in the excruciating tasks set before him. The humiliation Christ would suffer on his journey to the cross to die for our sins was foretold nearly 800 years beforehand, and Luke echoes this uncompromising image of Christ, determined to do his Father's will. As the time approached for him to be taken up to heaven, Jesus resolutely set out for Jerusalem. The Living Bible translates Luke 51 this way. As the time drew near for his return to heaven, he moved steadily on toward Jerusalem with an iron will. Of course, we know, and Jesus certainly knew, that in Jerusalem he would face rejection, arrest, torture, and an agonizing death on the cross. Trusting in God the Father to help and defend him from his enemies, Jesus set off firmly, unflinchingly committed to finish his mission. There would be no backing out, and no friend, enemy, or accuser could deter him from accomplishing his purpose. He had set his face like flint. Harriet Tubman, an American abolitionist and social activist, was born into slavery. After escaping from slavery, Harriet made some 13 missions to rescue approximately 70 slaves, including family and friends, using the network of anti-slavery activists and safe houses known as the Underground Railroad. Harriet had set her face like Flint. Dietrich Bonhoeffer, German pastor, theologian, and anti-Nazi dissident, was a key founding member of the Confessing Church. His writings on Christianity's role in the secular word have become widely influential. In his 1937 book, The Cost of Discipleship, he's considered a, it's considered a modern classic. Apart from his theological writings, Bonhoeffer was known for his staunch resistance to the Nazi dictatorship, including vocal opposition to Hitler's euthanasia program and genocidal persecution of the Jews. He was arrested in April 1943 by the Gestapo, imprisoned, and later transferred to the Flossenburg concentration camp. Accused of being associated with a plot to assassinate Adolf Hitler, Bonhoeffer was tried and hanged on April 9, 1945, as the Nazi regime was collapsing. Dietrich had set his face like Flint. Oscar Romero, Archbishop of the Catholic Church in El Salvador, spoke out against social injustice and violence amid the escalating conflict between the military government and the left-wing insurgents that led to the Salvadoran Civil War that lasted 12 years and claimed the lives of 70 to 80,000 people and displacing over one million. In 1980, Romero was shot by an assassin while celebrating mass. Oscar had set his face like Flint. Annalena Tonelli was an Italian Catholic lay missionary and social activist. She worked for 33 years in East Africa where she focused on tuberculosis and HIV AIDS prevention and treatment, campaigns for the eradication of female genital mutilation and special schools for hearing impaired, blind and disabled children. In June 2003, Tonelli was awarded the Nansen Refugee Award given annually by the U.N. High Commissioner for Refugees to recognize her outstanding service to the cause of refugees. In October 2003, she was killed inside the tuberculosis hospital that she had founded by two gunmen. She had set her face like flint extraordinary examples and there are countless others that could be mentioned here Christians led by God determined to fulfill their purpose for his purpose for their lives who've been martyred for their faith in and commitment to Christ and of course there are Christians in this present day responding boldly to God's call to love people like Brian Stevenson who challenges bias against the poor and minorities in the Uh, criminal justice system. Shane Claiborne who advocates for the homeless, ending the death penalty and stopping gun violence. Christians who have invited Ukrainian refugees to live in their homes offering friendship and support as they rebuild their lives. Missionaries serving all over the globe, some in the most difficult places there are to share Jesus leaving behind family and friends what could be a comfortable life to assimilate in places with completely different languages, cultures, and beliefs. Many, like our partners in Africa and India, face real and present persecution, even death, for leading others to Christ. All of these believers, setting their face like flint, in order to share Jesus' saving love in these dark, dark places. There are people right here in our own community, opening their homes to foster children, visiting prisoners at Hillcrest Jail, delivering food for street life ministries, mentoring students, gathering to pray, all setting their faces like flint to seek justice, to show mercy, to walk humbly with Jesus. Clearly now, God may not call us all to die for our faith in Jesus, or even call us to relocate ourselves to the other side of the world or the other side of the city. However, we all need to ask what Jesus is calling us to do, to discover his purpose for our lives, the things we might need to sacrifice, a room in our home, money in our bank account, time in our day. The things we want, the way we want them, for Jesus. That last one was for me. (laughs) A life following Jesus requires setting our face like flint. The Apostle Paul teaches us to run the race with our eyes on the prize. Paul set his face like flint to finish his course. He writes, Nothing was more important to Paul than contemplating his God-given or then completing, excuse me, his God-given mission, no matter what the cost. He says, but my life is worth nothing to me unless I use it for finishing the work assigned me by the Lord Jesus, the work of telling others the good news about the wonderful grace of God. The first two verses of Hebrews 12 presents an excellent picture of setting our faces like Flint. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. And let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Well, true confession, because today is a day for confession and grace. <laughs> Many, many years ago, when I was barely 20, (laughs) I was up at the San Francisco Theological Seminary in San Anselmo for a lay person, uh, seminary for a day, I think they call it. Uh, I remember praying and telling God that day that I wanted to serve him. I just had two caveats. Uh, The first was, I didn't wanna be a missionary. And the second was, I didn't want to be a preacher. (laughs) Any other jobs, though, whatever else he had, he could count on me. (laughs) Well, fast forward. I've been on missions to India and a couple other places here and there. I've served in children's ministry for 20 years or so. And now, today... Yes, and Jesus is laughing so hard right now. Uh, (laughs) And I laugh too. It, It really is a bit ironic. But I also wonder, if I'd set my face like Flint that day, what else was Jesus planning to do? What deeper levels of obedience, trust, joy, adventure could I have experienced? As we begin this season of Lent, I pray that together we will seek more of Jesus' desire for our lives. No caveats. (laughs) Let's join a Bible study or a life group and encourage each other to grow stronger in our faith. Let's pick up one of these yellow sheets in the lobby and choose a way to respond to God's grace with our time and our talents. Let's give to God, asking him to invest our treasure for his purposes. Let's pray, asking God to give us the courage to follow the biggest vision he has for us. Let's let's set our faces like Flint and follow Jesus. I'd like to conclude with a passage from a sermon by a renowned preacher, uh, Charles Spurgeon. Here are his words. "O oh, you redeemed ones, on whose behalf this strong resolve was made, you who have been bought by the precious blood of this steadfast, resolute redeemer. Come and think a while of him, that your hearts may burn within you and that your faces may be set like flints to live and die for him who lived and died for you." Pray with me. Lord Jesus, we ask that you give us your vision this Lenten season. Lead us to be open to your loving call and sacrifice for the purposes for which you've created us. Send us your spirit to fill us with courage and perseverance As we set our faces like flint, just as you set your face like flint for us. Amen.